Again. <laughs> Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to our little podcast. We made it to our second one. Yay! Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for everyone who's been uh, listening. Yes, thank you very I was, much. I skipped ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so thank you so much for everyone who, who gave us a listen. We really appreciate it. Um, that made me feel really good to I know. see, the, see numbers. We got like, up to 29. <laughs> I mean, how can you beat that? I know. Who knows? I'm Maybe. just waiting for the, you know, the offers for, like, book deals and stuff. Oh, yes. I'm sure they'll be rolling in any day now. <sighs> um, so... Last time I mentioned that we were going to be a bi-weekly podcast and that we wouldn't see you for two more weeks, but then we looked at the the calendar and saw that that means that we would have to record on Valentine's Day. Womp, womp, womp. And, uh, you know, us being as, as, uh, as popular as we are, we decided that we would rather spend that with our significant others than with each other. Yeah, you know. So, um... So after to after tonight, we should go back to our regular every other week um, schedule. So this is just kind of like a little bit of a hiccup. Um, but then after that, we should be on every other yeah. week. Yeah. So it's a surprise show. <laughs> Woohoo! Surprise! <laughs> to get ready for the uh, the good old Valentine's Day. Hopefully, you have someone special to share it with, or you know, you can eat the or half price candy <laughs> the next day, as, <laughs> as uh, one of my friends mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> have a Palentine's or a Galentine's Day. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Those are things now. Um, just a few little things that we wanted to share right before we got into our topics tonight. We are now available to be listened or to be listened on. That sounds ridiculous. That doesn't sound right. To be heard? We that sounds better. So our available listening platforms are now Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pot Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, and of course Anchor. So feel free to listen to us on any of those. All you have to do is type in, this is the part I don't get, and you should be able to really easily find us. I didn't have one of these before, so I just downloaded it real fast for free and like typed in, this is the part I don't get. And I found us on there, and it was really cool to see us on like a whole different like website, a Which whole different one platform. That? I tried it out on Stitcher because oh, I had okay. heard of Stitcher before, so... I was like, oh, I'm going to try this out. And then I found us, and it was really cool to see our like, oh. little icon on there. Yeah, I, I haven't been able to uh, download any of the other apps successfully, so <laughs> I'm glad it worked for you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Still trying so to get on Apple. <laughs> we also changed our art. Yes. So now it has a little picture of, of a cat on it. <laughs> yes, so now it's an original. Cat. it's an original photo now. Um, uh, so we have that. So if you're like, well, what, this doesn't look like the same podcast. It is the same podcast. It just has a different picture up there. Um, and the last two things is we are hoping to get a Facebook page started soon. Uh, so keep your eye out for that. And when we get that up, we'll let you know, hopefully within the next two weeks, we'll have that. And of course, last but certainly not least. Uh, feel free to email us any suggestions or if you have any weird and unusual stories uh, that you don't get and that you want to know more about that maybe perhaps we can Wikipedia yeah, it. In investigate thoroughly with our... <laughs> 
super skills that only we have with our limited (laughs) with our limited knowledge we will maybe give it a shot um if you think it's entertaining funny and you think it's something that's that's really strange and weird and you're just like i just don't understand this feel free to email us at the part i don't get at gmail.com so and there's no this is at the front because it was too long (laughs) yeah yes it would not fit this is would not fit in oh did we did we tell them the name of the podcast yet i don't think we did this is the part I don't get. Yeah. We didn't say that at the beginning. Okay. This is the part <laughs> I don't get. I'm Bay. I'm Jay. And welcome. <laughs> Yay. Woo! We're very uh, self-congratulatory <clears throat> today, apparently. I know. <laughs> well, see, now that we got over the hump of the first one, now it's like, yeah. I feel like now we have, like, homework to talk about each time. I know. I was, like, doing some serious research this time, like, uh, much more than last time. So, did you really go to the library? Like, oh no, I didn't go that far. That was <laughs> when I after I said that, I was like, no, that's that's silly. I was like, wow, you're taking on a whole. I don't know why thing. I felt like I had to go to the library to get like actual books for it to be legitimate research, but in my mind, that's what you have to do. But there's you plenty. The, you went on to the, the internet. The library. Did I say library? It kind of sounded like you oh, did, God, but I'm, I'm one of those treated. people. <laughs> <laughs> um, library, excuse for, me. For accredited sources. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, I think that you should go first again. I went. I went first last. I time. still think you should go first. Why? Again. Because I like it when you go first. Fine, fine. <laughs> I feel like you're good at not being like long winded, and I am long winded. Yeah. I don't know. I have a lot of. I have a lot of notes, but I'm gonna try to. I'm just I'm gonna so see excited. How it goes. So we did not tell each other what we were doing. So yeah, I. It's a complete and utter mystery. So I'm hoping that it's. <laughs> I'm hoping that it's good. Uh, no pressure, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, right. wow. Okay, well, thanks for that intro. Anyway, I'm gonna okay. get comfortable. I'm ready. Yeah, get get comfortable. <clears throat> You're all tucked in in your little blankets. I, I got my. Blanket. Okay, so um, um, without further ado, uh, my topic today is pathological lying. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> this reminds me of that part in um, Girl Interrupted, where the one girl had like this like really scientific vert like pronunciation of like what she had it was like pathologica or something and she oh, was the pathological so liar. there is a scientific word that's that i found for oh, pathological okay. lying it's pseudologic pseudologia fantastica oh i think that's what is she that, i think she that's what that? she said oh really she was like what are you in here for and she was like well it's interesting that you say that i don't remember what she said but that sounds right Probably. But it's interesting because it's not even an actual, like, diagnosis that you can be diagnosed with, like, as a mental disorder. It's not in the, um, DSM, the DSM, you know, the the manual used for, um, classifying disorders and diagnosing people. Um, wow. Okay. And it's really not, um, very researched. It's just one of those things that's kind of so broad and, um, it just, it's not really well defined. Some people see it this way, some people see it that way, um... But I found a really great <clears throat> thesis uh, written by, I want to make sure I give everyone credit. Um, her name is Katie Elizabeth Trainer. Okay. Um, and it was called Defining, Understanding, and Diagnosing Pathological Lying, an Empirical and Theoretical Investigation into What Constitutes Pathological Lying in 2012. God, so we got that long title. ass title. Oh my God. It was like 150 <laughs> pages. I was like, this poor woman, like, she worked so well, hard. Theses, they have to be really. Yeah, long. that's why I don't do them. Um, <laughs> okay, anyway, 
Um, so she, she looked, she did basically a, um, like, a research review. She looked at other research and, and put them all together and kind of came up with, um, what they found. And she talks about some findings that, um, that 40% of the 72 cases that they looked at had evidence of central nervous system dysfunction, including epilepsy, abnormal EEG, head trauma, and central nervous system infection. These are uh, pathological liars I'm talking about, by the way. Okay, so they all had something physically... Not all of them. 40%. Oh, okay. Um, 40%. So she kind of looked... They, they looked at similarities. Um, many of them had advanced verbal, ugh, verbal skills and a high verbal IQ. Well, that would IQ. make sense. Yeah, that makes if sense. If you had to weave elaborate lies, yeah, and you're you making a good talker. Right, you're making words up that, you know, don't make sense. Uh-huh. Um, they had a nervous temperament... And high emotionality um, is common amongst a lot. What does that mean? Like so, you're like emotional your, person. Yeah, you're temperamental. Okay. You're temperamental. You're kind of all over the place. Okay. And that's kind of reminds me of that the same person I mentioned. <laughs> um, uh, just very. Uh, yeah, you just don't know what kind of mood you're gonna get. Um, kind of unpredictable. Um, the article looked at motivations for lying. Um, so one reason is obvious is lying is a way to get power or independence um, because knowledge equals power. And by keeping the secrecy, um, it denies others of that knowledge. Uh, it made a lot more sense the way she wrote it. but <laughs> Okay. Um, another reason is for increased self-esteem, gratification, or accomplishing something that they could not actually accomplish in reality. Um, they talked about wish fulfillment, meaning, um, and kind of bridging the gap between reality and fantasy. And they kind of described it as almost like a way of daydreaming. Um, With like out loud. Yeah. And like, it's like, it's like if you keep saying it over and over, it starts to become true. And yeah. that's what they did find is, is some of these people that lie actually do start to believe it and like that's the why false memory thing that yeah people say, like you can implant false memories yeah in and your brain. they get kind of confused about what's reality and what's not because they've told so many lies yeah that it gets confusing um and then another thing that i thought was really interesting was that in 40 percent 47 percent of the cases reviewed um the the person that was lying had nothing to gain from lying and they would tell just many trivial lies that were not necessary yeah. um which some of them argued some of the researchers argued that it was more of an impulsive thing yeah. and almost like they didn't say this but it almost sounded like an, an addiction like yeah like they get something like they get a rush from it sure. kind of <laughs> um they also were found to have a little concern with people's opinions. Uh, they were more that, self-assertive. That, to me, I find so shocking. Because I would assume that the reason why they're lying is because they want to craft how someone thinks about them. Right. Rather than, like, have them think of them at face value. Like, they want them to think of them as this tragic or awesome or amazing person. Right, right. And that's, yeah, that's a really good point. Like, they obviously do care, but... I don't know. that Maybe, yeah. like, their opinion of, like, what they're doing is right or wrong, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or... I think it's more about them. Like, they want people to like them, but they just really want to put on a show kind yes. of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then they tend to be... Um, they tend to pose themselves, you're gonna like this one, as either the hero or the victim <laughs> in their lives. You know what? 
I was thinking of somebody else <laughs> that we both know. I'm not lying. I was thinking of somebody else that we both know as you were talking. And I was I like, mean, wow, that really... That kind of falls under some other people I know category. But to be fair, like, I think we all do this to an extent. You I know, do. We all paint ourselves I agree. in, like, a way better light than probably yeah, really happened. Because, or we exaggerate a little. Yeah. I mean, if you want to tell a good story, you got to throw out a couple yeah. of... You just gotta, you know, just make it sound... Yeah, especially if you're trying to be funny. A couple of singers out there, yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes the way we interpret it is is different than how it actually That's happens. That's very true. You know? Um, yeah, so it's interesting. Um, one study found that many lies were cons- were considered aggressive lies, which had the intent of vanity, <laughs> false this accusation... This is an aggressive lie! How <laughs> dare gonna, you! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna punch you in the face. My lie is going to kick your lies ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they the lies had the intent of vanity, false accusation, exaggeration, or revenge. Um, well, that's why I lie. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Duh. Who doesn't? I mean, the vanity thing I can see. Oh, yeah. And maybe the false accusation to get out of oh, yeah. trouble? Absolutely. Because the more convincing and loud you get... Yeah. The more, like, I remember when my mom would catch me doing stuff when I was younger. And I think, I'm almost certain I told you this when we were kids. (laughs) It was like, you just have to be really loud and really upset. And then when you're telling your lie to kind of, like, protect yourself. Yeah. um, Like, no, I didn't do that. I don't know what you're talking about. The more intense you get, the more likely it is that, quote unquote, you're telling the truth. But So did your mom buy it? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I consider myself to be a terrible liar. Because, like, I break. Like, my face shows yeah. it all. My face shows it all. So that's why, like, if I'm not, like, in your face, I'm like, what are you talking about? All right, so I'll know to look it's for that next real. time I think you're lying. <laughs> I have to be, like, get, like, really, 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 like, intense. Well, it's like a smoke screen. Yes. Like, like I'm going to yes. distract you with my my anger, and you're going to yes. forget that you even caught me doing this. Yeah. It's actually... It's pretty, uh, pretty Well, I found creative. it effective, but it's yeah. not, like... Or just start crying. <laughs> well, I can't, I can't cry. Well, actually, I don't think your mom would fall for that. She'd be like, get over it. But <laughs> it would work for my that. mom. She'd be like, oh, sweetie. Really? Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but our moms are different. Yes. Um, then they talked about, are they delusional? Um, do they believe their lives? Which I kind of touched on earlier. It's... Still unclear mm. in terms of the research. Doesn't really give. I don't give. think they do. I don't think they do. I don't think they believe it. I. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm that they can say it enough mind. to the point where where they feel like it is true. Yeah. But like when they're saying it, I don't think so. I think it's just like an impulse, like you said. I don't know, but like it's this impulsive. person I'm thinking of, like when she says it, it's just like it's so convincing. Well, like, you have to imagine so... like they've probably been doing this for a while. Yeah. This is well practiced. This craft. But I mean, do you think after time, like? Maybe they do start to just kind of... Well, well, like that one thing said, it's like they get confused about what's real and what's not. Yeah, but I feel like it's so habitual at that point that you don't even realize you're doing it anymore. Yeah. You know? Like people like who like um, obsessively like clear their throat or... I don't know. I just feel like it's almost like a tick. Right, but it's like if it's so automatic, then how do they even know, you know, that it's a lie or not if it's just an automatic response? Because you're a big lying liar, that's why. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And it's, I would imagine it's hard to study these people because they're probably lying during the study, too, you know? I know, that's the thing I was going to ask you. Like, so 
did they just like put out a bulletin? Like, if you no. are a pathological liar, please attend this, <laughs> this I think, whatever. Like, who would agree to that? Right. Well, I think... And are, so does this mean that they are self-diagnosing themselves? No, like, no, no, no. Because no. you said it's not in the DSM. So it's not a legitimate diagnosis then, right? Right. So, so they were looking at... I think they got referrals from therapists. I think it was like case studies where it's like a therapist that was working with someone that they knew was lying. And they kind of like, gave different characteristics. They basically just, like, combed through a bunch of, like, case studies, basically. So it wasn't, like, it wasn't a set-up experiment where they're like, hey, come in and do this study. You're a liar. Um, we need to know these things. <laughs> so, <a> yeah. <laughs> You're a... Liar. <laughs> hey, hey. I need you to do me a huge favor and tell me the truth. Yeah, right I'm gonna now. have to ask you to not lie just for today. Um, I just feel like that would be so hard to like have like legitimate facts on this. I mean, you'd have to be because of that. Because yeah. of that, like, well, I think you that's never know. That's another reason it's not studied very much. Yeah, um, it's just a giant waste of time. Uh, huh? No. No, I don't think so. I don't know. Because like you can't use a lie detector because a lie detector doesn't do yeah. anything. Yeah, it just tells you if you're stressed. Yeah, I mean, I think the best way... I can way, only imagine these individuals are highly stressed. <laughs> the best way is to, if you have a really good rapport as the therapist, to, like, kind of slowly, I don't know, kind of crack into them, but... Yeah, that makes sense. But then sometimes, you know, they might leave the therapy at that point. This is fascinating, though. Yes. Okay, good. All right, so let me let me get back to some other things. Oh, my goodness. You oh. really did some research. I did, here. I did. I, I, <laughs> I went a little crazy after last week. I got excited. Um, okay, we talked about the self-esteem... Um, okay. Many, many of the lies had kernels of truths in them, so that mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, uh, let's see, 30% of cases had a criminal background, which I'm surprised it wasn't higher, but maybe they're so good they don't get caught. Oh, <laughs> and that's my guess. Yeah, or it's like, they just lie, It'd be they lie, but they don't... interrogate these people. Yeah. Like, if well, they weren't investigated... I know, I always wonder about that person I was talking about, like, how she would do... I don't think... I don't think she would crack. It doesn't sound like it. Yeah, I think she would, like, go to her grave, like, just being, like... Like, I don't know what you're happened. talking about. Yeah. And, then, and then you start to guess, second-guess yourself. You're like, well, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> maybe I'm the crazy one. I know. It's, uh... Anyway, but... Um, a lot of times they have a pattern of unstable, unsteady employment, which is not a surprise. <laughs> probably miss a lot of work because they don't come in <laughs> um oh this i thought was interesting a ma majority of participants in the study had experienced some sort of trauma um the biggest uh type of trauma being the death of a first degree relative meaning like a a, a, like parent, a parent or, or a sibling. kid or something and this person i'm talking about did had that so she checked off that box <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. I'm telling you, it, when my parents go, I'm probably going to go fucking crazy too. Um, but anyway. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. Well, just just have the, the padlock, you know, van ready. Okay. okay. So, okay. This this is my favorite part. I, I, I found some um, information on how to detect if a person is lying oh, based on their good. body language. Okay. So this is written by, um, it's called Detecting Deception by John Navarro and John Schaefer, and it was in the FBI Law Enforcement Bulletin. 
So it's good stuff. This is FBI okay. stuff right here. Tried and tested. Uh, yeah. So, okay, body language they looked at. Um, intense eye contact or no eye contact. So, like, intense because it's like they're trying to, like... Focus. Yeah, they're like, yeah, see, I'm, I'm looking at you in the eye. I'm telling the truth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, no eye contact because it's, like, hard to look you in the eye and you're thinking about other things. Um, rapid blinking or eyelid flutter. Rapid Blinking. Yeah. Oh they, or they call it eyelid flutter or prolonged blinks. <laughs> <laughs> so they said... Prolonged! Like, like if like you, you hold, hold it down. <laughs> and like it's a really I'm gonna long I'm going to think blink. about this now for the next 20 minutes every time I blink. I know. Like, you're going to have to look. Slowly. Yeah, you're going to have to pay attention if you ever think mm. someone's lying. And then apparently when people hear or see something they disagree with, they blink for a longer period of time. So that's why... Um, they say, huh. you know, our, our eyes show, or basically our whole body shows a lot more but than just... our eyes just, very much so. Yeah. Well, they say they're window windows to the, to the soul. soul. Oh! <laughs> we did not rehearse that? We did not rehearse that. Oh my goodness. And so, um, they have inconsistent head movements, for example, <laughs> which I, I, I would feel like you should... <clears throat> you know, you should catch this if you're, I, I like... I imagine, like, a twitcher. Well, no, it's like... It, the example they gave is nodding your head while saying, I did not do it. Like, come on. You're giving yourself away that at that point. You're like, <laughs> you're like I didn't do it. <laughs> as, you, as you nod your head, like... Okay, everybody, she just visually demonstrated yes. that to me as though we were on video camera. Well, you know, <laughs> no you can imagine can, it no at home. No one can see that. Yeah, but they can imagine. They right. can imagine. Imagine it. that she just demonstrated that. Yes. Um, so anyway, uh, another another thing I found interesting. I remember learning this in um, in one of my psych classes. Is we we tend to mirror the person we're talking with when we're comfortable with them. Um, so they always told us that you know if you're doing therapy with someone, if if the patient starts uh, mirroring your movements, that's a good sign. You know that they're feeling comfortable with you. So really? on the on yeah on the opposite end um, is that why when you around people you start to like talk and laugh like them, you know probably that's a good point. Well, I think we're also just subject to uh, like sponges. Yeah, like we're, sponges we well, hear. Well, you know, it's like you get an accent hear. if you've lived there yeah. long enough. You just kind of you absorb it and yeah. you you were. I don't know. We just pick things up. Oh yeah, we're conformist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just want to belong. Yeah, exactly. So people who are uncomfortable, um, they'll they won't mirror your movements. So you, I guess, I guess if you're a detective or something, you can kind of try try it out. You know, do some changes and in, in you know shift your body weight and see uh, see if they follow. Um, another interesting one is people who are telling the truth will lean forward while talking, whereas people who are lying. Or who are lying will lean back. Oh my. As we're both lying back on the couch. I disagree with that. <laughs> I like to lie back. Oh, you're disagreeing with the I facts? I'm sorry. <laughs> I like to like sit back because that means you're relaxed. I feel like leaning yeah. forward means like you're whispering or well, being sneaky. Okay, but think, well, remember, this is an, an article written for FBI agents. So if you're being interviewed by the FBI agent, you're not going to, you're not going to lay back. Yeah. I just imagine, like, putting your feet up on the desk or something like that, you know. Uh, and then, um, <clears throat> heavy breathing. Uh, people who are lying will take a series of short breaths, followed by one long, deep breath. <gasps> I know, it's, that's very specific, but I guess it's because they're, like, 
they're you know they're getting nervous. But honestly, I'd be nervous as if I'm being interviewed by the FBI. I've I would like guilty as hell. Holding their breath like when they're nervous. But I don't. Yeah. I don't know if I do that. I don't know. I would. I, they would be like, oh, she's lying all over the place, even if I was telling the truth. Um, dry mouth. Um, and I'll I'll I'm not gonna go through all these because but, you can really tell when somebody has dry I know. mouth. Well, no, if they ask for water. You know how they always like, do you want some water? You know when they're yeah, I feel like them. that's kind of like a stall though. Yeah, and then okay, this one I thought was interesting. Um, Keep in mind, the only access to this information I have is through fictional movies, right? So I have no you idea. Mean you've never been interviewed by the FBI? No, I can honestly oh, say well, I haven't. I'm sorry. That I you hope to have to never out. have to be interviewed. <laughs> well, now you know what not to do. Okay, <laughs> lean <I> forward. <laughs> don't use any hand gestures. Oh, well, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out already because I'm a big hand talker. Yeah. Um, I so, hope that never happens to me. No, I, I'll bail you out. Um, okay. Oh. Anyway, they talked about text bridges, which is I, it was a. Um, huh. So you're just saying the true events while leaving out whatever they don't want you to know. So, for example, oh. I went to work and I came back to find my wife in a pool of blood. So it leaves out everything in between. You know, so they mm -hmm. say to ask, like, well, what did you do? What times you get to work? Like, be more specific. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Liars prefer to conceal the truth rather than make up stories. Um, and they Ooh. talked about common text bridges. Uh, for example, I don't remember. The next thing I know, shortly yeah. thereafter, later on, I after don't a while. recall. Yeah. Oh, next thing I know, she was dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, or things are saying, um, I would never lie. I would never do that. Um, but anyway, and they don't like silence, so they'll keep talking to make them mm, that's to me. make them more comfortable. I, <laughs> I hate. I hate. Yeah, that you silences. do. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's why. Uh, that's why whenever you're quiet, I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, so that's that's my topic. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Um, hopefully it didn't take up too much time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was terrible. Yeah. That yeah. was forever. I, I went back to my psych days of, you know, looking in all the research. Yeah, all that, was... that was no Wikipedia, okay? That was PDF <laughs> files only. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> wow. That's interesting because mine is, like, all Wikipedia. So we went from extremely factual oh, to complete and utter like that's okay. We need we need we need a you know a good um, mix. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a little bit that I found from like an actual art from from like an article article, but I did find Holy most crap. You said I have a lot of notes. This is Look small text. This is like point seven font. Exactly, and okay. it's that much. Please. Oh my god! <laughs> we should have asked for another. Another <laughs> another 20 minutes, yeah. please. Um, Roll okay. the clock. I will try and keep this brief, but... It's okay. This is another reason why I said you should go first, because I'm more long-winded than you are. Oh, okay. Well, I gave you a run for your money so, today. So, I remember hearing about this story when I was, like, young. I'm so excited. On, like, the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's know why. So weird. I don't even know Look, if the you'll... dog's coming in. He's like, I want to hear. I don't even know if you'll like this story or not. So, don't get too excited. Just get to it. So... <laughs> Excuse me, I have a process, and you're getting in the way of that. Um, so I remember, yeah, chug that Coke Zero. <laughs> it's, it's helping with the anticipation. <laughs> you got some dry mouth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um... I remember hearing about this on the TV, like on like something, it definitely, I don't think it was Unsolved Mysteries, but something kind of like that. That's a good show. And oh yeah. Oh my God. That was a good that was my night. Childhood. That was a good night. Followed by um, 
America's Most Wanted, right? Yeah. They came and I, back to and I would be up all night because I'd be so freaked out that someone was going to come Closely followed by Emergency 911. Of course. Oh, <laughs> Rescue 911, get it right. I always say Emergency. William, William Shatner, man. Was he really on that? He was the host, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I do not remember that. Okay. So it was a show kind of like Unsolved Mysteries. And then I've heard about it since then a couple of times on different, on more than one podcast as well. So I just like was thinking like, I cannot believe, like this is the part I don't get, is, is like that someone can A, do this and then like B, like disappear off the face of the earth. Like the idea that someone can, can disappear is crazy to me. Like no one, even if you're dead, they don't. They don't can't find your body either. Uh-huh. Like that to me. I mean, it makes sense because the world is so big. I mean, I guess it makes sense that you know that if you if you did meet a tragic end, yeah. there are obviously scenarios where people don't don't find you for at least especially a long if period looking of time, for you. But someone is looking for this guy. So okay, have you ever heard of DB Cooper? No. Okay. This so, is a person. This is a person. Okay. This is the name that we know him by. So, D.B. Cooper is the name that is usually used to refer to an unidentified man who allegedly hijacked a Boeing 727 aircraft in airspace between Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington in November of 1971. Okay. Which is also interesting because, like, you know, growing up in the time frame that we did, we remember, like, the shoe bomber. And like nine eleven, but yeah, we Oklahoma don't remember City. like things like involving planes before that. Like I don't remember anything, but of course I was not alive in nineteen seventy one. So yeah, this I don't, is probably part of the reason yeah, why I don't remember. Um, okay, so he ended up extorting two hundred thousand dollars in ransom, which is equivalent to over a million dollars today. Okay, and it is presumed he is presumed to have escaped the plane. By parachuting out of it. What? <laughs> so that's the part that really... Wow. <laughs> that's the part that I like... That's like something out of a movie. That is the thing that I remember. It reminds me of like like a, like a spy movie or something. Yeah. Like, didn't they do that in that movie Get Smart? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think I actually saw that one. So, okay. So even though there was, there was a large manhunt for him and an FBI investigation... He has never been found that we know of. Okay, wait. So he... What what plane... This was going from where to where, do we know? So it was going from Portland to Seattle, oh, according already, to Wikipedia. Okay. Portland <laughs> to Seattle. So, um, and this, to this day, is unsolved. Okay. And it remains the, um, the only unsolved case of air piracy in a commercial aviation history. I think it's funny that air piracy, commercial aviation. I don't know. I just like that sound. Air piracy. (laughs) So I should have gotten my degree in that. (laughs) It's just that. Thanks for the pity laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what to say. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you can't win them all. (laughs) So basically, okay. So on the night before Thanksgiving, November 24th, a middle-aged man carrying a black attache case. <laughs> <laughs> I left that in there. I left that in there. You gotta have the details. This is from Wikipedia. So he went to he went to the airport, the Northwest Orient Airlines, which I'm assuming is in Portland. It's a it's it was an international airport. He bought a one-way ticket 
for what was supposed to be a 30-minute one-way flight to Seattle. Now, when I was reading that, I was, there was some, like, contradictory information. I was like, wait, what? Where is the plane coming from? But basically, it was a one-way ticket. Okay. And it was a sh- supposed to be, like, a short flight. And he identified himself as Dan Cooper to the, to the woman that he bought the, the ticket from. But so, like, because of some miscommunication in the news, he ended up being called DB Cooper. And this is before you needed like license and verification. I have no idea to buy a plane. Ticket, I'm assuming I'm sure. it was a lot easier. Yeah, because was... he also paid in cash. Oh, okay. but at the same time, in 1971, I mean, how much was that ticket? A one-way, like thirty-minute ticket. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm assuming it would be more now, but you know, I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, so shortly after takeoff, Cooper handed a note to a flight attendant, Florence Schaffner. 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 Not sure. And it is said that Schaffner assumed that the note. <laughs> I love this quote from from her or from the the wikipedia article or wherever it was obtained i love this it was assumed that the note contained a lonely businessman's phone number and <laughs> dropped it unopened oh dang but because that happens a lot huh so be, i probably yeah probably Even, i mean if you got that low cut you know like i can't i can only imagine like waiters and waitresses <laughs> get that and like bartenders and stuff get it all the time i'm sure oh, yeah so she didn't open it so he leaned toward her and whispered miss You'd better look at that note. I have a bomb. <gasps> so then um, she did look at the note, but she couldn't, I guess. I'm a, she couldn't read the handwriting? I'm a guessing <laughs> she couldn't, like, it's unknown what exactly it said, but it was handwritten and it was in all capital letters. And the note indicated that Cooper did have a bomb in his briefcase. In his, see, it's changed to briefcase. Attaché Oh, it's okay. It's been down. So Schaffner asked to see it to, you know, like, I'm guessing to, like, just to prove that it was there. And... She got a glimpse, and um, they were, they were like, and it, it, it did look like a bomb. So she she believed him wholeheartedly. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to so, you don't want to be like, no, that's not a bomb. Prove it. So he <laughs> stated that his demands were two hundred thousand dollars, and a fuel truck standing by in Seattle to refuel the aircraft itself upon arrival, so that he could then leave again in that same plane. So he didn't want to stay in Seattle. He wanted to go somewhere else. Oh, so he knew how to fly a plane. No, no. Oh. He was going to keep the pilot there, too. Oh, okay. So, $200,000. Um, I feel like you so, could have asked for more. Well, I mean, but today's today's money is over a million dollars. Oh, okay. Okay. So, God. it's 1971? That's crazy how much it So, Schaffner gave the instructions to, to her and the pilots in the cockpit, and the pilot informed the police, and the 36 other passengers were told something else. They were told that the flight would be delayed, so they didn't know what was happening at the time, the other passengers. Mm-hmm. So, um... The aircraft circled Puget Sound for approximately two hours, and that allowed, like, the Seattle police and the FBI sufficient time to to get the money and to get, like, um, everything else that he had asked for and to mobilize emergency personnel. Right. So the FBI get the ransom um, from from banks around, like... they actually got the money. They got the money. So so 5.24 approximately p.m., um, Pacific Standard Time. So Cooper was informed that his demands had been met, and then very shortly after, like within 10 minutes or so, it landed in Seattle. So once the delivery was complete, he, Cooper ordered all the passengers, so D.B. Cooper ordered all the passengers, that flight attendant, Schaffner, and then um, another flight attendant, Alice Hancock, to leave the plane. So during that refueling process, Cooper told the remaining pilots, so there were still pilots there, because, mm-hmm. you know, he can't fly, 
Um, that he now wanted to go to Mexico City. Oh, he's, that he's was changing his end, up. That was his end game, I guess. So at the minimum airspeed possible without stalling the aircraft, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of air knowledge here that I just have no idea what it means. Um, and then so he further specified that the landing gear had to remain deployed in the takeoff landing position. And the wing, and he even, de- even specified like the wing flaps had to be lowered to 15 degrees. So that makes me think that he knew a lot yeah. more about flying than I think I would ever know. He and, really planned and, this out. And he said the, the cabin had to remain unpressurized. So the co-pilot told Cooper that, you know, that wasn't really possible. And, you know, under all of these specified configurations, they would have to refuel fuel again. So that they would have to at some point stop before entering Mexico. Oh, Mexico okay. City. They didn't have enough. So he's like, sure, that's fine. And then <laughs> they agreed. Um, I'm editorializing. But um, they agreed on Reno, Nevada. So they were going to stop at Reno, Nevada as a refueling stop. So they so they did that. And the plane's rear exit door and its staircase was still extended. And then Cooper directed the pilot to take off. Mm-hmm. So, um, And he had all the money with him at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because I didn't think that like that we gave ransom like I don't know I, I was listening to another podcast about uh, hostages and stuff and they're saying how like America doesn't always try to give the money but that might be with I don't know like I don't know, maybe it's the times yeah because it's like because then it, it encourages more people to <clears throat> to do it but I guess it just depends on the situation I don't know. Uh, that's that I also was surprised at too, but I'm sure there had to have been a reason. Yeah. Um, so Cooper, I got that money quick too. <laughs> I said Cooper, Cooper, um, said that, you know, like it's fine. You know, I want to leave like I'm the, I, see, this was also kind of confusing. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming this means that the staircase was deployed and the, the plane was taking off. And I think the pilot was like, are you sure you want to keep me have the staircase down still? And he was like, oh, no, it's fine. (laughs) We can leave that open. I I need some fresh air. This is how I read this. Again, I could be absolutely wrong because there was a lot of knowledge in here that I... Yeah, a lot of Again, these are the parts that I do not get, (laughs) which are many. So around like 740, so this is like an all-day adventure, I think. So the plane took off, and only five people were on board at this point. So, like, Cooper being one of them. So Cooper told one of the last flight attendants to join the rest of the crew in the cockpit, and he said to to stay there with the door closed. So she said that she saw Cooper at that time tying something around his waist. Mm. And then, so that was, like, at 740. So at 8 o'clock, a warning light flashed in the cockpit, indicating that the, the air stair... So again, this is that that part that I didn't really understand. Apparatus had been activated, and then the cruise officer, the cruise offer of assistance via the the intercom was curtly refused. So I'm assuming they were like, "Is everything okay?" And he's fine. like, "No, I'm fine." <laughs> that's kind of the kind of like what <laughs> I, I have. Pay no attention over here. Just... <laughs> that's what I have in my mind. I'm like, don't worry about it. Focus on the road. <laughs> Um, so the crew soon also noticed that the air pressure in the plane had changed. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Meaning that the door had been opened. Yeah, it's like, is like there, is there a draft in here? <laughs> when you're up in the air. Oh my God. Like, that's I can't even imagine. It's really cold, right? I have no idea. <laughs> I've, I've never experienced this 
with the door open while yeah that would be but the so air pressure is changing like I'm sh- I'm assuming things there's are gotta being be sucked noise. out I'm assuming I, I don't know I so, just think of that scene in Final Destination where they all get like sucked out so because I guess <laughs> you know they were afraid you know because he has this bomb so they followed his instructions and and stayed in the cockpit and then they landed at ten o'clock at Reno you know because they were supposed to refuel mm-hmm. and he wasn't on the plane anymore. Damn. So like he, he that, took the money with him. And I'm telling you, on Wikipedia, there is a little cartoon of what they assume it looked oh like. Oh my of god! Of him coming out of the plane. I, I I just can't. I just don't. I mean, this is like I can't believe this is real life. Like this really happened that someone that someone he jumped out of an airplane. I wonder airplane. if he took classes or like. He had to know something about something. Something about something. He had to know stuff about airplanes to be able to give that information to the pilot and to know how to... Yeah. How to knew the angles and stuff. Put on... I mean, like, I don't even know how to put on a parachute. I mean, oh, shit, is no. it easy? Is it no, hard? No, I don't think so. I, I'm not sure. We should ask our friends who uh, go skydiving. We should. I mean, judging by how much training they have to go through, just, you know, you, you go with the instructor first. So yeah. I'm, I'm imagining well, it's not easy. here's the thing. We're <sighs> not quite sure if he did it well. Oh. <laughs> so maybe he didn't have any training <laughs> at all. Um, so one of the theories is that he is still alive, and who, or he at least survived that jump, because it's said that allegedly a boy discovered some of the ransom money, the actual physical money, along the banks of the Columbia River in 1980. Oh, wow. That's nine years and after so this it, happened. This is a dumb question, but it wasn't over like a big ocean or body no. of water. Okay, no. so there's it's, no chance he's in the. It's it's in between. It's in between Seattle and Reno. Oh, I thought I thought they went to Mexico City. <laughs> you know that you know that uh, that big ocean. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. No, I thought I don't know. They were going to Mexico at some point, but they had to refuel in in Reno, so I guess they kind of changed direction. Um, wow. So, yeah, so... I bet he's living in a tree somewhere. <laughs> well, the FBI officially <laughs> suspended its investigation um, recently, like in 2016. Wow. Um, but the a- agency continues to request that any physical evidence that might emerge, you know, to be to be brought by. Did the kid get to keep the money? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's so. It's like, I'm rich, mom and dad. <laughs> I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, I know. So they found 66 unidentified latent fingerprints on the plane. So I'm assuming that that means that they're unidentified, so they're probably his. Because I'm I'm just guessing. It didn't say here, but I'm guessing they probably fingerprinted everybody to compare. So they also found his... um, (laughs) This is so specific, too. They found his clip-on tie. Where? You know, his black... On the plane. Oh, oh. But that's a good question. I'm assuming it's on the plane. There's a lot of assumptions happening here, but <laughs> that's my guess. Um, so he knew how to jump out of a plane, but he didn't know how to tie a tie. Although he might not have known how to jump. <laughs> he might not have known either. Oh, either. His mommy didn't it's teach him how to so tie a tie. That's, so that's why he, he has problems. <laughs> so he found his, they found his tie clip and um, two of the four remaining parachutes. So there have been like composite sketches um, and a lot of times, like, you'll see him, like, he has sunglasses on because he put sunglasses on when he was on the plane. I'm, ass- I'm, again, assuming that he was trying to, like, kind of conceal his identity. Um, so local police and FBI agents immediately, 
um, began questioning possible suspects. And there were more than 800 potential suspects, but two dozen um, were the only that were remaining. So, so all were eliminated except for like 24 people, basically. So only four real pieces of evidence have ever been found. Um, two are definite mm-hmm. and then two are potential. That would link this whole thing between 1978 and 2017. Wait, 1978? I thought this happened in 1971. 71? Oh my gosh, I don't even know the date yeah, it's of the actual 70s. story. <laughs> it's somewhere in the 70s. Okay, so... Okay, so a placard printed with instru. Oh no, okay, so I think it did happen in seventy one, but it took like seven years for them to yeah. find any evidence, which Jeez. is crazy. Like Even they the had money? an extensive search, like they flew over the area. I'm pretty sure they did some searches on the yeah, ground. Yeah, must too. have had the coordinates of where he, you uh-huh. know, where he came out. Yeah, but I'm guessing like I wonder it, if he got eaten by. I'm sure. <laughs> oh my a god! Giant would giant that not bird. be a bird? I thought you were gonna say bear. No, I'm just picturing him falling out and then some sort of giant I don't, I don't ass mutant bird birds big eating him. That. Maybe he was a small man. <laughs> but yeah, maybe a bear. That's probably. I, I totally thought that's what you were going to say, but could you imagine if he had made it all the way down and then had been eaten I, by something? I, I'd feel kind of bad for him. Oh my gosh. But, I mean, I'm assu- there's got. I keep saying assuming. Oh my gosh, this is driving me nuts. Ugh, please ignore every time I say assuming. Um, (laughs) unless it's actually important to the story. So, like, there's got to be a very large area to search. There's got to be. Because no one knew exactly when he jumped out because they didn't see it. Oh, okay. They could only, like, guess to, guesstimate probably because, like, when that warning light came on and when it indicated that the door had been open. But what if he sat there for a while with the door open? I have no idea because no one saw it. Um... And they weren't even 100% sure that he had jumped off until well after they had landed. But they did do extensive searches, like, um, of that general area where they had presumed that he would have been, give Mm. or take. So they found, in 1978, they found a placard printed with instructions for lowering the aft stairs of the plane. Um, It was found by a deer hunter, 13 miles within the the flight's basic It was a placard saying what? Um, so I'm guessing it was like some sort of instructions about oh. lowering those stairs. Oh, so it so was the his stairs had a lot to do yeah. with this. I'm, I'm guessing, like, because uh, you know he was like, you know, we can leave them down, yeah. and um, yeah. So that was a lot of flight jargon that I don't understand. But there was some handwritten. Inst- I'm, I don't even know if it was handwritten, but oh, it was printed. It wasn't handwritten. It was printed instructions on the ground. By a deer hunter 13 miles from the basic flight path. And that was seven years after the incident, 1978. And then, of course, in 1980, the the child, um, an eight-year-old who was vacationing with his family, found three packets of the cash. Damn. Like I mentioned before. That's a lucky So kid. they were, it said that they were, the bills were significantly disintegrated, but um, they could tell you know, after an investigation that they were, that was indeed, it actually was the money from the ransom. Wow. That's Um, crazy. And then, so that's the only, like, that and the placard are the only real physical evidence that they ever found. And in 2017, a group of volunteer investigators uncovered what they believed to be potential evidence 
um, what they thought appeared to be decades-old parachute strap. And this was followed later in August 2017 with a piece of foam that they thought might be from his backpack. That is so crazy specific. A piece of foam. Like, how do you know that? Like, how can you tell that this teeny little piece of foam came from his backpack? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you would have to know what kind of backpack he had and what material. But, I mean, it's been extensively researched, so they oh, probably yeah. already had that information. Well, it is the only unsolved air piracy <laughs> That's crazy. Crime. Do you think he's alive? I don't... I think that... Now, I don't know a whole lot about geography. But I'm just... Uh, <laughs> That's I'm not ima- our strong suit. I'm imagining a great vast wilderness and, like, one man, yeah. right? Like, there's a lot of potential to disappear, like, like your your remains. Yeah. Like, not you being living, walking. And, like, even if he had landed, what if he had landed and then, like, where do you go now? Well, the thing is... You we got don't... all this money, but you have nothing to, like, survive with. We don't unless know... Unless you packed some sort of crazy thing in your attache case. We don't know the rest of his plan. He might have had a whole plan on the oh, ground. Yeah, that's true. He might have had, like, somebody waiting for him. That's true. Well, that would have been smart. Like a driver. That would have been smart. I mean, it's hard to tell. This guy's either really brilliant or really, really stupid. freaking stupid. <laughs> it's 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 somewhere. It's one or the other. But but dang. so I mean, he he got halfway there. <laughs> yeah. So basically, like I just have always found this to be fascinating because it doesn't sound like real life. Yeah, it, it sounds, sounds like something from a movie. Right, it does. And I just can't believe that this actually happened. And then the second thing that gets me is like. The whole disappearing thing, like, like he's never been found. Did he have family or anybody that no knew one anything knows, about I him? I mean, Dan Cooper's not his real name. We just call him D.B. Cooper. Because that's the name he gave. Because that's the name he gave. So he could be literally anybody. Yes. And then, because all they have are composite how, sketches. So how old would he be now? Oh, God. I don't know. I think he was probably middle He was probably, like, I don't know, in his 30s or 40s. He definitely wasn't young and he wasn't okay, old. So, but he... Could still be alive today, potentially. He could be. He could be. He he would probably be be getting up there. If yeah. He was. Wow. If he if he made it out. Of this I wonder scenario. if he is alive. If he would like admit to it on his deathbed. They should. And like that's another reason. It's been so many years. Like even Deep Throat came out, didn't he? Didn't we figure out who that person was? Uh, this is us with knowing things. Yeah, Yay! sure. <laughs> like um, like people on their deathbed come out of the woodwork and say, yeah. this was me. Although there's a lot of people that you know did stuff and they still... Yeah. Like... Yeah. They go to the grave. But yeah. That's... But, that is weird. So I did find... I went on Psychology Today. Because, oh. you know, like, I was just thinking, like, of the mindset. So I'm trying to, like, think of the mindset. We always want to... I always... That's what fascinates me about these things that I don't get is, like, what causes people to do stuff? Why do people do these things? Like, how do they get themselves into these situations? I mean, this guy was creative. So, yeah. So clearly he watched a lot like, of movies. Yeah. So I was thinking about, like, the mindset, like, of a thief. That kind of goes into, like, the, the liars. I know. That's the part saying I that. was curious about, too. Like, what makes you want to do this? It, like, you're putting so much at risk that it's, it's like, it must be some sort of thrill to them, too. I know. So it said, so like a person who steals things, so on Psychology Today, it said a person who steals things 
that they already uh, that he already owns can easily afford or does does not want or need can be baffling. The mental health professionals may think that this stealing can be explained by a psychological disorder, and the habitual thief may appear to suffer from a compulsion like kleptomania. Yeah, <clears throat> but who's to say that this this guy DB Cooper did this all the time? This could have been you know just like the one time. You know, his big score. Yeah, and I mean, he clearly didn't want to get caught, you know, so it's not like, you know, the thrill of getting caught or possibly yeah. getting caught. They can say, like, you know, that stealing can make them feel better, um, like, if maybe they're coping with something like depression. Yeah. it's a distraction. Um, maybe the steal boosts their self-esteem um, and things like that. And it's like, it makes you feel powerful, too. And then sometimes, so... Um, my place but yeah yeah so i'm sure that there's a there's maybe perhaps it didn't mention that here but maybe there's a little bit of narcissism in there too i mean his was more than stealing his was you know a bomb threat he's got you know he's got extreme stunt work and that's another thing so (laughs) if you're gonna go to these great lengths you know i'm more like i'm more inclined to believe that this is this is something you've done before like you've stolen stuff before because that's a lot yeah to do on your first time go around like you don't just wake up one day i mean this had to have been planned and i'm sorry but he just wore sunglasses and they couldn't like no one had recognized the face his hair i mean this guy must have kept a really low profile it wasn't it was 71 so like we didn't have like like, the the facial recognizing yeah, but if they did a sketch of him, like they always do, I mean, I don't think sunglasses would be enough to make it so you're like, oh, God, I don't... It's I not know. like Clark Kent, I mean, you know? Yeah, but they did that with, like, the Unabomber, and they couldn't find it. But he was, like, a hermit in the woods. Well, maybe that's what this guy was. Or maybe... No. I was going to say, maybe he, like, killed his whole family, but it, I think that would have led more of a trail. I, I mm-hmm. like, I fantasize that he has, like, a whole family. Like, he has, like, kids... Maybe like, like a wife. Maybe the bears adopted and he, like, him. Lives in the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> he's your neighbor. <laughs> yes, like he's got like a double life. Like that—that's the weirdest part to me is he could be anybody. Yeah. Well, anybody of a certain age, I guess, but <laughs> of a certain age. Well, yeah, like obviously, however old he would be, but that's that's very interesting. Where are you, DB Cooper? Where are you? And like, what's his real name? And how did Dan? Where did he get the idea for Dan Cooper? Like that has to come such from such a something. plain name. Well, I'm sure that's part of the reason why. Maybe like hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> that was like 30 <laughs> years after this happened. Oh my God! You're right. You're right. Maybe he had a, you know, he had a uh, an epiphany. I don't know. I just think like. Like, you said how, like, a lot of lies have a kernel of truth. Yeah. So maybe, like, he knew a Dan, or yeah. he knew somebody whose last name was Cooper, and um, and you now we know him as D.B. Cooper um, because of the yeah. media, but I don't know. I just, I've always thought that was fascinating, that story. Yeah. That's so, so crazy But there's no me. way that could happen now with but the no security one, that we have. But another thing that's interesting is that, from what I've read, no one was hurt. And was Except it a real bomb? Him. 
And that's another thing. Like, I didn't actually... There was some skimming happening in this story. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't... It was a huge... Because it doesn't sound like Wikipedia they got article. a look so, at the bomb. Um, I might have just completely skipped over that. But from what I read, I don't know if he took the bomb with him or left it behind. I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he ever had any intention of hurting anybody, it sounds like. But they described, like, what she saw. That it was, like, cylinders, and it was red. And, and he must have not been that intimidating if she, like, took the note and just, like, th- like threw it to the side, like, yeah, buddy, <laughs> nice try, I'm not, you're not going on a date with me. He had to be like, no, read the note. You know, like, someone that intimidating, like, they would have <laughs> gave me the note, and you'd be like, oh, God, like, this guy's, you know. <laughs> I know, but, like, can you also imagine, like, this is my plan. I'm going to give her the note. And then she doesn't even read it. No, 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 ma'am. Get that out of the no, trash. No, no, You need to read this. <laughs> like, you've been thinking about this for that however how? long. God, his... Uh, that's, that's a big blow to the I ego wonder, right there. Now, they said that they lied to the other passengers. I wonder if they, uh... If, like, any of them thought something funky was happening. Because, like, that's... they were circling... For two hours. That's actually very smart. And to... and from what I read, it was supposed to be a 30-minute yeah, flight. Yeah, because you don't want to... And you're, like, waiting mass... on the ground. You're like, yeah. oh, my God, where is Susan? I've been waiting all day. It's <laughs> just ridiculous. I could have hitchhiked. Why is this delayed? I have... I have... I have to go. You know. <laughs> I wonder if some of them thought they were flying. They're like, why do I keep seeing the same thing over and over? <laughs> yeah. Because if you're circling... Yeah, well... I mean, I honestly wouldn't know. I've only been, like, on a plane, like, twice. <laughs> so. Yeah. And it was a one-way ticket. But a one-way ticket. oh You didn't get a return flight? He wouldn't have needed Oh, I one. thought you meant you didn't. I was like, why No. Would <laughs> <laughs> no. Him. Him. Good old DB. He bought a one-way DB. ticket. I I don't know. I, I feel like you're right. I think that name has something, some sort of significance to him. Dan. But I'm sure they all thought But none of, of his family stepped forward and said, oh, yeah, that's my f- crazy brother, you know? Well, that that kind of leads me to believe that he died. And maybe he was kind of unusual yeah, but, and the but family expected him. the thing is, we him. don't have any information about who he is. Even if he died, like, you know, no one said, like, oh, yeah, that's... I know, but they could have filed a missing persons report and then that's it. They're done. Yeah. I don't know. We're missing something here. <laughs> well, I think we're missing quite a bit. We're yeah. yeah <laughs> we are. I, I went off of complete um alleged facts that I read off of Wik- Wikipedia and I assumed half of the story. I, I'd be that interested I just told in you. some of the other theories like that people have on Reddit and stuff because they always Oh, I'm sure there's ones. a whole bunch. I'm sure there's I'm sure tons. there's like major conspiracy theories. I'm sure but... there's tons. Yeah. So <gasps> that was that was a great topic. Uh, th- well, why? There? Thank you. Yeah. Um, so are you going to tell me that mine was great? I didn't already. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I only give compliments expecting no, them back. I so, think. No. <laughs> well, that is probably something that a pathological liar would say. Uh oh. Uh oh. Damn it! You figured me out. <laughs> so next Thursday is the fourteenth. So we will be back on the twenty-first of February for our third episode. I think that if we get to like I don't know five or something, we should do something special. Yeah, or if we get to like fifty listeners, we should have a party or something. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, that would be cool if we had. All right, 50- guys, tell your friends, <laughs> tell your pets. <laughs> we got to get to 50 listeners. Tell your pets. Yes. Um, well, your yeah. Dog, your dogs are listening. I mean, whichever comes first, 50 listeners or, or five like episodes. five episodes. The five, we're going to keep it with the five. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, definitely. So we'll be back on the uh, we'll be back in two two weeks from now. Um, so if you can, feel free to like and subscribe and rate us and yeah, give us... we don't know how it works, but sometimes they have the, the ratings. So if you want to give us the ratings, you know, somehow get us up on, on the, the list, you know, yeah. of podcasts. And feel free if you have any ideas, because I'm running out of some. Yeah, yeah, we need uh, ideas. The part I don't get at gmail.com. Bye. Bye. <laughs>